Welcome to this week's edition of the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan Show on 1350 ESPN. Brought to you in part by our good friends out at Cafe Diem, a classic American coffee house located in Ames and Ankeny. Has sitting here having me a fine cup of Cafe Diem Outdoors Dan coffee as we speak. That's just nice. I'm telling you. What a way to wake up. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us here on 1350 ESPN. We appreciate you doing that every Saturday morning, 7 to 9. Andrew is over there firing the controls for me. Turn that turn that headphone up thing well, just a little bit more. Just, just look. There you go. That's perfect. Thank you. Uh, oh, what was that? <laughs> I, I i live to help you dan well i know but i it's like i'm hearing <laughs> that's that's a weird cafe dm don't forget lunch breakfast all that other good stuff fresh seven kinds of roasted beans just for you coffee beans you want to wake up in a good mood go get you some cafe dm coffee and or go over there and have a nice breakfast or some good lunch and bill and the gang will dixie and over at the uh, ames or ankeny location will take great care of you i promise good good stuff at cafe dm tell them outdoors dan sent you will you so we got a lot to talk about here in the next uh two hours uh we have open phone lines andrew those phone lines are where's your whiteboard at you forgot your whiteboard you know what I did? You did, yeah. What? I was going to give you this whole entire whiteboard speech, but uh, yeah, that's all right. What, to what's the number? People can call in at 515-244-1350. All right, 244-1350, 244-1350 if you want to call in and say hey or you got something you want to chat about. Uh, we were going to we're going to talk a little turkey decoys and some other stuff. That's what I had already lined up for the show, but uh, we had something pop yesterday that I think we need to talk a little bit about on the first uh, leg of the show. And uh, our good politicians are at it again. They uh, they snuck through a bill uh, that was supposed to be just for handguns. House File 716 has passed the House, but it's... Uh, I'll tell you more about this, but if you are a deer hunter in Iowa, uh, or if you are, uh, well, just a concerned citizen, I, I think you're going to be a little... Uh, perturbed about this but i'm going to tell you about house file 716 here in a minute i got some big news that i want to tell you about um you put that mic up just a little bit more check 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 we uh we're going to be streaming live i think the go the go online date is april 1st no no april fool's joke um that's what they're trying to get done but i want to thank cookies barbecue sauce and imperial rv center Denise and Zach over there at Imperial RV in uh, Ankeny and uh, Cookies Barbecue Sauce, uh, Speed the Sauce Man. They are going to be our content uh, su- uh, sponsors for the streams. So if you uh, are used to listening to us uh, outside of Iowa or, or on the outskirts of Iowa, you'll be able to start live streaming the show uh, hopefully around April 1st. So just keep listening in and or checking the podcast. The podcasts are up on 1350 uh, ESPN on their website. And we'll keep you abreast of all that and let you know for sure. But I want to thank especially Cookies and Imperial RV 
and everybody here at Des Moines Radio Group for helping us get all that put together. So we had so many requests for live streams, and I know a lot of you, uh, when you're out fishing or hunting, you got an earbud in, which I still think is crazy, but we do appreciate you doing it. Listen, if I'm in a turkey blind, I'm not listening to radio, but God bless you for doing it, you know? I think that's awesome. So I want to thank Speed and uh, everybody over at Cookies, Barbecue Sauce, and Imperial RV Center. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sponsor of the week is Giant Snacks. Now that's something you can take in the turkey blind here in a couple weeks. Get you some big old bag of sunflower seeds or some of those, uh, oh, the dill pickle or bacon ranch cashews. Boy, that's good. I know I know that might sound a little weird, but I'm telling you, they are delicious. Oh, I've had those. Yeah, they're good. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, they're good. So uh, we'll see what's going on there, and uh, we'll uh, have some fun. Dave Nitzel will be calling in around 730 and uh, we'll figure out some other stuff for you to talk. And we got trivia today, so we'll do that at the end of the show like we usually do. All right, let's just get into this. And uh, you're more than welcome to call in. Now, I, I want to preface it this by saying that I am by in no means against uh, gun hunting at all. I, you know, I know, you know, I'm a bow hunter, and I used to. I, I'm from Missouri. I mean, I grew up rifle hunting and stuff. I mean, I, I have no problems with rifle hunting or shotgun hunting or muzzleloader hunting. Using a handgun, uh, I was a big supporter of the straight wall ammunition that uh, went through. And this, uh, this is this is a little different, though. What what it what had happened, from my understanding, was House File Seven Sixteen was supposed to deal with handguns and improving on some of the handgun ammo. But uh, and I'm not going to say who because I'm not for sure it was which representative it was. But they put in that they are going to let bottleneck ammunition uh, go through as well. So that means you can use a centerfire rifle with a a round that has the capability of going a mile, mile and a half, sometimes two miles. Now, with the way that we deer hunt in Iowa, the party hunting and the the, uh, deer, you know, doing deer drives, do we really want to have a round out there that can go over a mile? With people doing deer drives? To me, it's a safety issue. You know, Iowa's terrain, uh, we have some hills, we've got some valleys, but we also have a lot of flat ground, too, and a lot of farm open ground. Don't want to have a round traveling that far if someone's shooting, and I just think, I think that's asking for trouble. And again, I'm not opposed to anybody being able to use a firearm to hunt deer. I, I'm all for it, but, you know, I think we need to be safe about it as well. So this this is the deal. Uh, it it went it passed through the House. It's got to pass through the Senate yet. It's got to go to the Senate subcommittee and then the full committee. And then if it passes out of that, it's got to go back to the House and the Senate to pass. And then Governor Reynolds would have to sign it. Then it would go to the Conservation Commission to get the rule applied. So there's still a long way to go before this is done. De- this is done. So if you have a safety concern, um, or if you think this is bad for Iowa, I'm not going to. I, I already told you my opinion. You know, you everybody has the right to their own way to look at this. But you need to. Uh, if you have a concern about this, you need to call your senator as soon as possible and and tell them your concerns. But uh, we'll just leave it at that. You know, I had somebody on Facebook. I posted that, and somebody said, "Well, Kansas. Well, I come from Kansas, and." But Kansas doesn't do the party hunting or the deer drives that we do. I mean, you, you just don't want to have a round traveling that far if you got people blocking and, and uh, you know, pu- pushing deer. I mean, it's just, 
I, it, that to me is a recipe for for a lot of disasters happening. There. I always look at stuff. We're having a safety meeting. I look at it like a safety meeting. You know, so you hearing music? Uh, not so much. Oh, I hear music. Maybe I'm hearing things. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of, maybe, we, can you shut that, let's shut that door. Maybe I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're, I, we're just getting residual. Is that what it is? That's probably what it is. No, I thought we were getting like some. People be- are partying too hard at, uh, you know, seven in the morning. <laughs> yeah. i tell you what, I didn't get no sleep last night. Kind of crazy. Andrew, I don't, I don't know what you did. I don't know what you did, but I, I, I think we, I just heard that pop again. Are we still on? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. What I wonder, what in the world is going on with the? Well, I don't have headphones again. All right. Well, we'll see what uh, we'll see what's going on. I tell you what, let me go ahead and take a real quick break, and we'll. Be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. You know, well, I'm a chicken fried and cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right and the radio. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. Uh, we got open lines if you want to call in, 244-1350, 244-1350, and Andrew will get you on. So anyway, we, we just uh, got you up to speed on that house bill, and I'm going to leave that there, and uh, we'll see what's going on. Turkey decoys. Oh, turkey decoys. Boy, I tell you what, the turkeys are gobbling, too. It is just amazing right now to hear uh, the action going on there. They were so glad to get that snowpack and ice off, and they uh, with the warmer temperatures and stuff, they're going to start breeding if they're not already, and uh, they can start building those uh, eggs and nests up, and it's always good, I'm telling you. Uh, I think we got a call. Let's go see what Ken is up to this morning. Ken, good morning. How are you doing today? Ken? Yes. What's up? What are you talking about that gun bill? Yeah. Yeah, we had a... Uh high-powered rifle season in Iowa about four or five years ago. Yeah, it was in the total, if I remember right, it was in the two lower counties, right? Yeah, it was in the lower counties, but but still, we had a high-powered rifle season. Nobody got killed. Uh, Well, it was an antlerless season, right? Yes. Okay. Well, it could be that way, too, again. Well, this is, they're talking about making this statewide. Well, statewide? Mm Mm-hmm. It wouldn't, that wouldn't hurt anything. Well, I mean, Ken, do you really want a round that could go a mile, a mile and a half when people are pushing deer and doing deer drives and got people blocking? Because things happen. And how many times do we hear? And again, I don't want this to be where it's I'm against guns. I'm not against guns at all. But I mean, we already have situations where things are getting shot that shouldn't be getting shot. And, you know, anytime you expand the range of a round, then you're increasing the chances of something else happening. So... I'm, you know, how I, many how many other things have been shot? 
I mean, well, houses are getting shot from muzzle loading sprays, uh, from shotgun slugs. I mean, I, I know last year there was a couple incidents. There's been cattle killed and some other stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff happens that you don't hear in the mainstream news. And again, right. I, and again, I'm not attacking firearms. I'm just saying this is not really a a state that doesn't do deer drives or deer pushes. I could I don't have a problem with a with a rifle going into a full season if that's what they want to do. You know, I grew up in Missouri, but in Missouri you can't do deer drives or pushes. There's not that safety issue. We had I and do you, Ken? Are you ready to give up your deer drives or deer pushes? You are party hunting. You want to give that up? No, because that's what's going to happen next. Because if someone gets killed, then that's what's going to happen next. They're going to try to abolish the party hunting and the put deer pushing. So well, we already have people getting gonna, killed with party hunting. I know that, but you got you take it and you got a round that can go two miles. You're expanding the exposure or potential exposure is what I'm saying. It's a safety issue. Okay. Yep. All right, Ken. Thanks for calling in, man. All right, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, and I—I I know there were some people that were jumping on Facebook and stuff, and you know they were worrying about the deer, and you know this is going to let somebody take a deer at 500 yards, and yeah, that would it would let it if you know if they have that capability, but I don't really you know like I said the terrain in Iowa in is is the the safety is what I'm worried about, so. I think I think everybody should be able to go out the straight wall ammunition se- season. I didn't, I thought that was a good thing. Uh, the handgun seasons I thought was a good thing. Muzzle loading shotguns, I, all that's great. I you know, and I, I encourage people to get out there and do it. I just my personal opinion is I think it's a safety issue, and it's okay to disagree with me. Everybody's going to write to their own opinion, but I, I mean I saw a lot of people sharing the same concerns I had, and I just I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I want everybody to get out there and enjoy themselves. 244-1350, if you want to call in. What are you what are you smiling about? I was gonna say, can I call in? No, you can't call in because you're you're running the boards. Oh man. Yeah. So uh I, people are out there scouting right now, big turkeys going on, and uh there's uh is that line one ringing? No? Nope. Okay, I'm seeing things now. That's not good, folks. He's no, starting to see uh, I'm things. I'm seeing things and I'm hearing things. It's it's all down here from there. Um, t- the turkeys are gobbling and stuff. And you know, I I, I myself when I'm out for uh, when I'm out turkey hunting, I I usually go with the three decoys. I usually go with a a Jake, an alert hen, and a feeding hen. And the reason that I like to do those three, the Jake, the the Toms just can't stand a Jake anywhere near a hen when when they're in their breeding season. They just they just won't have it, and they'll they'll just come in and just go attack mode city on that Jake decoy. An alert hen, as you know, is when you're yelping, you know that hen's up there looking and seeing what's going on and. Any time, any time you got a flock or a couple of hens together, you know one's going to one or two of them will be feeding, and one's always going to be on the lookout. So that's more of a natural look, as of gobblers, you know, periscoping, looking over. Man, how many times have I seen that? Where I, I looked over and I kept seeing something move, and I get my glasses up and I look over a little knoll, and there's this turkey head doing like a periscope. You know, just kind of checking, surveilling things out, man. They're so wary, it's it's ridiculous. But a feeding hen is good to use because that shows that everything's okay. You know, everything's calm. I'm, they're, you know, if they're feeding mode, 
that's going to relax the situation a little bit. So that's why I like going with those three different decoys. And I know a lot of people, a lot of folks are like using the submissive hens where they're actually, you put the Jake next to them, like the Jake's trying to breed the hen. And that's great. I, I don't have a bit of problem. I've used those too. But here's the thing. When we get to the end of April or May, when the grass starts getting six, seven inches long out in the, out in the wild, it's hard to see that other hen, that hen decoy because it lays so low flat to the ground. So that's why I like to use a feeder or a, uh, an alert hen myself with the Jake decoy. So I'm anxious to go. I, I got some new decoys this year. I went uh, Dave Smith decoys and I worked something out, and uh, I really love the detail. And they're I'll be I'll be honest with you, folks. They're not cheap. They're 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 uh, they're a little bit pricey, but you know the quality of those things are amazing, and I think they're well worth what they cost you. It's just when you're used to paying thirty nine forty nine dollars for a decoy and it goes over a hundred, um, it's a little bit of a sticker shock, but. Again, you get what you pay for, right? So I, I'm anxious to try them out. Well, as soon as I get in the blinds, I think I'm going to take a, a young lad uh, deer, uh, first for the youth season on the 5th. So I'll let you know how that uh, works on uh, after the after the show on the 5th and uh, get out there. But I know Philip uh, Vanderpool and Larry McCoy has been using them for years, and they just rave about them. So, and they say they take a lot of abuse, too. Philip said his got shot twice last year. Uh, the people got so excited he was hunting with, and they actually, when they shot, they didn't make sure to clear the decoys, and the decoy took a couple pellets, but it held up pretty good. So, all right, 244-1350, 244-1350, if you want to call in, say hi, you got something you want to chat about, we'd love to hear from you. Trout fees uh, still required during relaxed fishing regulations at Lake of the Hills. Uh, I know that uh, they're having a stocking here pretty quick uh, here in the Des Moines area too for the for the trial season. They're going to liberal liberalize. What's that word? Li- liberal. Were you about to say Liberace? Liber. I almost said Liberace, didn't I? <laughs> going to liberate. They're going to liberalize the fishing regulations on Lake of the Hill, which will be in effect April first until the lake levels are lowered, starting on July fifteenth. You uh, removal or bag limit on trout, removal of bag and link limit restriction on largemouth bass, removal of bag limit on channel cat and crappie and bluegill. So check that out. Huh? 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 Oh, Seven twenty-three and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Yeah, I tell you what, I had an owl hooter uh, hooting the other night, like three, four in the morning, just sitting there. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm going, what in the world? Because I, 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 could, I, I, only, I only caught the whoo. And I go, is somebody out there yelling? And then I got up and I went to the window and I heard that whoo, And it's just like, oh, okay, the owls are back. So, you know. They're just for you, Dan. Oh, I tell you, it's it's neat because they, they come in and out and it uh, it's always neat when they, in the spring, because they, they're there until about the midsummer and then they, they fly and go somewhere else. It's they got a pattern. You know, the, the pattern of they love you, they get sick of you, they move out. Yeah, I feel sorry for the squirrels because they're picking off squirrels. Every I saw one with a squirrel the other day flying off. No way. Oh yeah, they they love squirrel, man. Tasty it's, meat, apparently. It's a very good protein. It's what's for dinner. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's right. That's what the owls are saying. Squirrel. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> squirrel. Speaking of dinner, uh, good old Biagi's is back at it again. Uh, they've got some specials going on. I, they had like do, uh, two dollar pizza night the other for uh, last Monday, I believe it was. And I, I don't know if I got a uh, did I get a text this week? 
They had another special going on that was just really, really cool. Hang on, I'm going through my little email feed here. Da, da, da. I know they had some new uh, spring items added to the menu, but I'm telling you, folks, uh, if you're uh, wanting some good food, some good food that doesn't cost a lot and it gives you a lot of portion control. When I say portion control, it's so much food that you're 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 full. So you, you have to you don't have to worry about controlling because your belly's full. Then go over to University Avenue. What? That's the truth, man. Do they not give you? They give you a lot of food. That is your portion control. Well, yeah, so you, much that you can't eat anymore. That's portion control, man. You're full. So <laughs> anyway, the uh, soups are salad. They got halves and halves. You could do two uh, soup or starter or half pizza. They got a whole bunch of different things going on. Just give them a holler. Twenty nine hundred. Uh, over oh, 2,900-221-9900, 2,221-9900, West Des Moines off University. And you can always take the great taste of Biagi's home with you, too, if you want to pick it up uh, getting off work. Uh, call and get that Pronto pack, and uh, they'll take care of your choice of bread, salads, and pastas. And, you know, after a hard day of work, why not enjoy some Biagi's and relax at home? So that That'd be my day every day if I could manage it. I don't know about every day, but oh, every day, I, three or four days. Well, a they week. have such a variety. I love it. Well, they do, but I, you know, I mean, you got to get a grilled cheese and tomato soup in, or sometime, or a deer steak, or <laughs> unless they start uh, coming up with that. Well, no, it's got to have backstrap or a tenderloin once in a while, man, to make it. You know, that's true. And I've got to have those bear burgers you've been uh, raving about. Yeah, I think I'm out of bear. We are bear or bear. Bada bing, bada boom, we're out of bear. Or, yeah, we're out of bear. I got to get another bear. So we'll see what's going on. All right, Nitzel's, uh, we're going to be hearing from uh, uh, Huggy Bear Nitzel here in a second and see what he is up to. So 727 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. All right, I just got tagged on something. Let's see what this is. (laughs) Jenny, we have ground bear. Jenny found you some bear. Thank you so much, Jenny. <laughs> She's looking out for me. Yeah, I, I thought we were out of bear, but it, maybe it was steak. I don't know. You're just trying to hold the bear for yourself. I'm kind of kind of partial to those bear burgers, man. You get <laughs> you take those and get some caramelized. You car, chop some onion up and caramelize them in the pan, and you put some of that pepper jack cheese in there and grill them on the grill. Oh man, that's a hey. Speaking of grills, uh, we're gonna do a fun contest here in a couple of weeks. We'll uh, we'll tell you about this. Uh, we're gonna it's. Uh, what do we call it? I think we're going to call it a summer fun thing. It's going to be a full Camp Right camping package. So you're going to get um, a tent cot, a sleeping bag, a sleeping pad that goes in the tent cot. I mean, it's just like a four-store hotel once you do that. Then you're going to get a really nice Camp Right camping chair and then a grill, a gas grill. And if that wasn't enough, uh, someone's going to get a uh, one of my Ritual 35 hunting bows from Elite. So that's like a $2,000 deal. So we'll start qualifying listeners as soon as we get the rules approved and all that other fun stuff. So we'll give that away the week after Father's Day. That's our target date anyway. So we'll see what's going on there. Yep. Yeah, you got to turn your mic on so because they can't hear you unless the mic's on. Hey, pot that, you need to pot that down like a quarter. <laughs> Last time we did that, you couldn't hear me. Well, I can hear you. Yeah? Yeah, what? Testing? No, I heard you fine. Yeah, no, I was, yeah. I was just saying, uh, I, I, a lot of those, a lot of those contests, I want to be a part of. <laughs> no, you cannot. So Iowa, <laughs> Iowa State is uh, no longer in the NCAA chase. No, that was brutal watching that last night. 
It was really tough. Really tough, especially with five seconds left. They had the chance, and they had the opportunity. Let it slip out of bounds. Well, it happens. I thought they were going to pull it off though, because he almost got that, stole that ball, and but it went out of bounds. You know. Yeah, that, that's they, it. Hey, they won the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, they. You know, you got to be happy about that. Well, the Big Twelve. Our Big Twelve. I'm sorry. Big 10, 12, 6, whatever. Big 10, 12, just numbers. <laughs> yeah, they're just numbers. They're all big. Yeah, absolutely. Big this, big that. So anyway, congratulations on a on a good year, Cyclones. Yeah. Well, you're Big 12 champions. You, you can't take that away. No, I thought that You're was... still the Big 12 champions. Yeah. That'll be in the history books. And they beat Kansas and Kansas State, right? Yes, they did. Or Kansas State first and Kansas. That's true. Yeah. So you got to, you know, I, yeah, I think they did well. I talked to uh, Artley over at Lot of Pop Popcorn. You know, he sells all uh, their Lot of Pop stuff at Iowa State games. I am very well aware of his delicious popcorn. Yeah. He's uh, he was rooting on for uh, rooting the team on and stuff. So we're gonna. I got. I got to get some Lot of Pop popcorn to give away. We haven't done that in a while. So no. I'll get on it. You know, a lot of things going on first quarter. So. Chop, chop, Dan. Chop, chop. All right. Let's take a real quick break, and when we come back, we'll uh, try to visit with old Huggy Bear Nitzel from Sportsman's Warehouse and get a fishing report here on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Good Saturday morning to you. We're here till 9 o'clock. You want to call in 244-1350 are the numbers to call. We're going to be getting a Huggy Bear Nitzel on for a fishing report. Andrew is doing that as we speak. And what other stuff we got? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the stuff happening around the state and I already told you about the stream. I'm excited about our stream. We've been getting a lot of folks wanting to to uh, make sure that we were able to stream and do uh, listen to the show. Out, you know, I, we had a lot of folks listening in Omaha and Council Bluffs, and you'll be able to do that here pretty quick. So, I like I said, I think they're shooting for April 1st is uh, when the stream. And again, I want to thank Cookies Barbecue Sauce and Imperial RV Center for helping us do the streaming. How about that? So you'll be able to listen to everything on 1350 ESPN. If you can't, uh, if you you know, and if you're traveling, you can take us with us. That's what I, you know, if you're in a, you're out camping and you're in an Imperial RV camper, and you know, don't forget to take the cookies barbecue sauce, or if you're out barbecuing, don't forget to take your Imperial RV camper with you. But when you're out there traveling, you know, you can take 1350 ESPN uh, with you soon. So how about that, man? I was watching the Cardinals. Cardinals are looking good. We'll see how they do. I know the Cubs. I know the Cub fans are all excited. This is the Cub Station. I gotta watch what I say about the Cardinals. I guess now, <laughs> it's a friendly rivalry. It's it's always a friendly rivalry. There you go. It's not like it's the Cardinals and the Mets or who's who's like the nemesis for the Cubs. Well, I, I guess you know. I like I said, I, I consider the Cubs cards kind of a friendly thing. Andrew, turn that headphone thing up again for me a little bit. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna pop mine down a little bit. Turn it up a, a little bit more. There you go. Thank you. You can down just a hair. That's perfect. Ah, oh. <sighs> I feel so good there. All right. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm anxious for the regular season to kick off. Let's see what's going on. Hey, uh, I think Nitzel's on the line. Let's go say hi to him and uh, see what he is up to. Nitzel, are you there this morning? Dave. Hello. Yeah. Hello. 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 
Hello? Yeah, knock it off. Okay. So what are you doing? I'm trying to find my fishing report. Yeah, huh? You know, I came over to the store and asked you to print it off. Well, do Dan, I get, if do you it. had any clue what I've been through the last few days? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I've got a big clue. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess we're gonna we're, we're gonna have to start taking sticky notes and put them on your computer for you. Okay. Do you want me to just hang up? No, I don't want you to hang up. I just want to. I want a nice huggy bear fishy report. Okay, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> are Are you having a bad morning, buddy? No, it's actually a good morning because I saved somebody's job yesterday. Well, there you go. I'm I'm uh, proud of you. But um, it was, uh, it's been a stressful few days. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if I I saved the fishing report. Because I watched you print it off. I know. Mm Mm-hmm. Do, 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 I don't think I saved it. Uh-huh. 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 Well, didn't you take it with you? No, I did not take it with me. You printed it off and put it on your, in your desk at your office. All right, here we go. Blackhawk Lake, ice fishing is not recommended. Brushy Creek, ice fishing is not recommended. Storm Lake, ice fishing is not recommended. Clear Lake, there's still 18 to 20 inches of ice on most of the lake top. Several inches of ice is now soft and conditions are changing fast. Yellow perch are fair, walleye are slow, black crappie are good. Okay, I found it. You found it? Okay, you can pick it up. Uh, you can do from the southeast on. Well, what about Clear Lake? I already just gave the Clear Lake one. Oh. Apparently, you weren't, yeah, you weren't listening. Well, I was, but <laughs> I didn't know we were on the air. Oh, we're on the air. Yeah. Oh, you, lovely. Yeah, yeah. You were, oh, hey, look at Coralville. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look Coralville's at, got a normal uh, normal pool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Lake is almost free of ice. 702. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be kind of, you know, although I have had some really great fishing when the ice is going out mm-hmm. and you can toss that, toss that little spinner out on the ice and then drag it right off the edge. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Sometimes they just go bonkers. Did you notice the holy cow reference? He's he's trying to get the Cubs fans on his side. CG. Holy cow. Yeah, I saw that. What? Never mind. Go Cubs go. Go Cubs go. Uh, go Cubs go. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> there yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lake Hendricks, 20 inches of ice on the lake. Water clarity is excellent. Open rider around the aerator. Uh, black crappie good. Use jigs tip with a plastic tail. Fish 9 to 10 inches are common. Bluegill are fair. Small gills are biting. Try small jigs tip with a spike. All right, there you go. And why, and why wouldn't you? Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm changing you to Grumpy Bear from Huggy Bear. Well, why? Uh-huh. Well, that, why would you? Why would you? There you go. So, that's okay. That's all right. So, Man, are we going to have a beautiful weekend or what? Uh, is, this supposed to, is it supposed to rain sometime this weekend? I, I haven't even looked at the weather. I was 
I shot my bow yesterday for a little bit, got my broadhead sided in for turkey season. and Nice. Yeah, and then uh, what else did I do? I watched uh, Iowa State play. Uh, let's see, we've got a 30% chance of rain today and 80% chance of storms tomorrow. Monday. How did Iowa State do, by the way? Iowa State got bounced. Oh, no. Yeah, they got bounced. And looks like we got some rain heading in the next week, Thursday and Friday. Ooh. Okay. And Saturday, there's a chance of a frozen mix. So we're not done with winter. Well, I, I'm I'm taking my snowblade off the four-wheeler, so I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm done. I've had enough. Well, you know, I've been kind of missing it because we've lost so much of the snow now. I mean, I <sighs> can't go sledding. Yeah, cards uh, and emails and letters, attention, Dave Netzel, Sportsman's Warehouse. <laughs> I did not say that. Don't even, don't even put that in the same perimeter as me, buddy. <laughs> So, uh, all right. no, this has been, this has been a winter like when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just seems to go on forever. Yeah, it did. It, it's been going on forever. All right. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for spending some time with us this morning and, and hey, doing, sure. thanks for doing my fishing report. Yeah, not a problem. I'll just start to, I'll make sure I hang on to those from now on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I, the thing is I've got proof. I've got you as a witness that no, I printed I, it out. No, I sat there and saw you print it out, yeah. I'm yeah. sure I took it downstairs for him to, to update the board with, and I didn't grab it again. That's okay. Go uh, go shake yeah. your crickets and get them all waking, get them all ready to go for the people when the store opens. Okay. Well, yeah. go Cubs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that. All right, I'll, <laughs> see, I'll see you later. It's go, yeah. it's, it's go Cards Go. Oh, he said it again. Go cards, go. Did he say it again? Did he hang up? You said. No. Are you still there, Nitzel? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have a nice day. Okay. Why would I say that? I don't know what you're saying. Well, you I, I can't follow you anymore. I don't know what's going on. You can't. Sure you can follow me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Take care, Dan. See you, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Goodbye. There he goes. Dave Nitzel, Sportsman's Warehouse GM. <sighs> he was getting a little surly with me. Did you hear that? He was. Yeah. Just a little tad bit like, yeah, don't don't rustle my feathers. I mean, he's he's apparently had a rough week. Yeah. Yeah. He was all fine and dandy when I was in there at the store uh Thursday. Hey, things change. Uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. Speaking of a lot going on, have uh, you know? Have you been afraid uh, going to the dentist lately? Have you uh, have you missed your last couple dental checks? Have you? Have you? Well, if you have, I got a suggestion for you. Why not pick up the phone and call nine six four fourteen ninety nine six four fourteen ninety? If you do that, that is going to connect you to the fine folks at Advanced Advanced Family Dentistry. Not not at Family. What did I say? It's Advanced Family Dentistry. Yeah, that hour of sleep, man. You can really do a live read really, really good. That's right. Dr. Uh, Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Williams, and Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Scott Yegi are there waiting for you to take care of your cavities, root canals, cleanings. They can help you with that smile you've always wanted to get your Invisalign all hooked up. They can help you with wisdom teeth issues, even cosmetic dentistry, just to name a few. They can also uh, help you with sleep apnea. So if you're new to the area or if you're just looking for a new dentist to take you or your family to, 
I'm a big baby, folks, and I'm telling you what, uh, they've done several procedures on me, and I have not had any issues. They've taken nothing but great care of me. They will do the same for you, especially uh, if you get, uh, you know, that Dr. That, that Dr. Yegi, if you're a big baby like I am, he's a Jedi dentist. See, that's why I call him Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi, because he uses the force to calm me down. That's why we call him. That's why we call him Doctor Scott Obi Wan Kenobi Yegi. And you know what they say when you leave there? May the floss be with you. I'm telling you, they take it serious over there. Call them nine six four fourteen ninety or go check them out anytime on their website AnkeniSmiles dot com. And I promise you, if you go out there, Advanced Family Dentistry, that's where you're going to take your family for the rest of your duration for great quality dental care. Really, really good people. From the time you walk in the door, you're going to see the difference at Advanced Family Dentistry. All right, it is 7.46. (laughs) Dave, I'm confused right now. What just happened? (laughs) That was fun. That's what he said in a second. I just got uh, two little texts. Yeah, that Nitzel. I'm really worried about him. We'll be right back on uh, 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports League, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Here in the next hour, we're going to have one of the conservation commissioners call in, Marcus Branstead. And I'm sure Marcus is going to want to talk about uh, that uh, bill I just told you about a few minutes ago. And uh, we'll see what he is up to. And maybe we can get him him to tell us about some of the new regs or something that might be coming out. Marcus is always really good about that. He's an avid hunter himself, so always appreciate his efforts on the Conservation Commission. Bum, 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 bum. I told you about that. I told you about that. I told you about that. I'm all caught up. Dave called in. What happened? I'm confused. <laughs> I said, you did a fishing report, sort of. Oh, the deck over the air? Yeah, Dave, that was on the air. Really? Yeah. He goes, well, I'm sorry. I go, you didn't know. It was fine. We got through it. He's such a good guy. You know? Yeah, he's, he's just a good old guy. That's he's why just, we call him Huggy Bear. Yeah, that's why we call him Huggy Bear. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Turkeys are gobbling. Crappies are going to start. Uh, the males are going to start coming up a little bit shallower here pretty quick. Fishing's going to pick up. Unless you live in northern uh, Wisconsin or northern Minnesota where they still got 30 inches of ice on. I talked to my buddy up in Minnesota and he just said it's it's still cold, brutal, and thick of full ice. I said, when's the ice going to be out in Minnesota this year? And they said, maybe June. <laughs> <laughs> it'll i'm i'm hoping it's going to be before that because i think they're i think their openers usually in may so a lot of folks go up there to walleye fish that that first uh when ice out that's them lakes are usually pretty full so but i'm telling you this winter's been rough i know the turkeys they've been out strutting now have you been out scouting at all a lot of folks been shed hunting doing some really neat stuff finding some good sheds and just going out doing some preseason turkey scouting and I know the toms have been fired up for a while now. They're out there gobbling their heads off, and I, I don't know about you, but it's just it's so nice and to, you know get out there in the morning and it's still no wind, and you start hearing those first couple tree calls, and then you start hearing that gobble, 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 gobble. You know that that old. Uh, I'm telling you what, man that that is just that is just uh, it just gets you going. I'm telling you, I'm ready. 
turkey season cannot get here fast enough. If you uh, hey, if you're going to be shotgun hunting, get out there and pattern your shotgun now. Make sure you're using the shells that you're going to hunt with. Actually, I had somebody email me and say, "Hey, I'm, I've got four or five different kind of shells. What do I do about pattern?" I said, "Well, get the whatever you got the most of and pattern to what you're going to actually hunt with because." Every load's going to shoot a little bit different, so don't go out there and take three or four different kind of shells. Same thing with your, you know, if you're bow hunting, you know, shoot the broadheads that you're going to actually hunt with. Don't, you know, try to stay with one broadhead, and if you do that, that's going to improve your accuracy and and help you fill a tag a little bit better than if you do it the other way. So, and for shotgun hunting, I was when I was shotgun hunting, I was one of the pattern my gun at 25 yards. 35 and then 40 45 yards that would be my three patterns right there if i can if i knew where that pattern was going to be at those three distances i was pretty good for bow hunting i always keep my decoys out at 10 to 12 yards so i you know that's what i, I just did a thing on facebook i i'm right now i'm shooting a ton at 10 or 12 yards and now yesterday i did stretch it out to 20 just to make sure my 20 was dead on but uh my shot's going to be between 10 and 12 13 yards so and I, I don't know about you, but I've I've actually blown some. The easier the shot, the less I uh, the sometimes the less I focus or concentrate, and it's easier to blow those close shots than it is if you're bearing down on a 20, 18, 20 yard shot. So make sure you practice, practice, practice. It helps. It helps. <sighs> Boy, that first hour went quick. I think we're getting too efficient at the at this point. I'm telling you, I just uh, we were going to have a high, uh, Brian Tucker on from High Mountain Seasonings, and you know we we filled the hour pretty quick. Uh, it, it worked out pretty well. So got about a minute or so, and then hey, if you're just tuning in, I want to tell you uh, we've had a lot of requests of people wanting about the live streams and uh, Cookies Barbecue Sauce and Imperial RV Center. Zach and Denise over there in Ankeny, they're helping us with the streams. Should be having live stream where you can go on 1350 and go to and just listen to us live. Hopefully here in the next week or so. Uh, I think they said April 1st is their target date. So that might change a day or two. But uh, that's what they're trying to get done. And uh, I that would not be getting done if it wasn't for uh, Speed at Cookies, Barbecue Sauce, and Zach and Denise. So thanks for helping us out with that. And we're, uh, we're anxious to start streaming so everybody can hear the show no matter where you are. And if, you, if you're on the go... If you're in your camper from Imperial RV, or if you're going out grilling or cooking, then uh, you can take us with you on 1350 ESPN. So there you go. All right. I got to go. We'll be back after a couple uh, words from our sponsors, and uh, we'll be uh, visiting with Marcus Branstead from the Conservation Commission here in Iowa on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Cowboy, I Should have been a cowboy.
All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan on uh, 1350 ESPN. This hour is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, head down to your nearest Elite dealer, Archery Field and Sports for me. And uh, get out there and take that uh, shootability challenge. That Ritual 35, is uh, it's selling hot. I got three of them, actually, right now. We're going to give one away, though. So I, I actually really only have two because one I'm going to give somebody out there listening to us right now. But uh, I tell you what, I love that bow. And I love the Ritual 30, too. There's three bows on the Ritual platform. There's the Ritual 33, the Ritual 30. And when I say the, the number, that is, that's equating to the length of the axle-to-axle length. So the 33 was the original. It was 33 inches long. The Ritual 30 is 30 inches long, so if you prefer a shorter axle-to-axle hunting bow, that's that's the one you want to look at. The Ritual 35 is 34 and almost 35 inches, and uh, of the three, that's my favorite right now. That thing is just absolutely, absolutely um, just shooting just like butter. I mean, it's just dead on, right on, and... That's what I'll be hunting with this season, and so I'm looking forward to that. So go check them out at EliteArchery.com and, or uh, take the shootability challenge at your nearest Elite dealer, and uh, you'll see why I jumped and made the movement. Jeff actually loves his. Those guys are going to New Zealand, man. I'm jealous. They could, they're going to Australia and New Zealand hunting. I don't know why I never get to go. I know why, because I don't want to take that long of a plane ride. That's for <laughs> All right, we're going to go and join our friend Marcus Branstead. Marcus is with the uh, Iowa Department of Natural Resources Conservation Commission, and uh, he's got a full-time job, too. I'm not for sure what it is. I think I, I see him hunting more than anything these days, so I don't know what it is. What, what is your full-time job now? Uh, <laughs> I work I work for the Natural Resources Commission. I'm sorry. I work for the American Chemistry Council. Okay. Well, I knew it was something. Although I, w- huh? I wish my full-time job was the Natural Resources Commission. Yeah. Well, I see you hunting more than anything. I thought that was like your full-time job. Well, it's... Are you okay? It's, it's pay the bills. Uh, are, are you okay? Sounds like you're a little gravelly <clears throat> this morning. Hopefully that'll clear it up. No, you. Well, you, you were yelling. <laughs> were you watching the Iowa State game last night? Were you yelling at the TV? Uh, I, I wish they would have won. I know that. I just got uh, done taking my German short hair in to get some staples removed from his leg. He had some a little minor surgery. He's retired now, so no more hunting for him. Well, you know, I tell you, Marcus, it's just it's just one of them things, buddy. I t- you just just go with the flow. Hey, how long have you been serving on the conservation commission? So. Uh, in May, it will be six years. I just got reappointed, which is, uh, I feel very fortunate that the governor uh, has confidence in me, and uh, but I'm excited now to serve another six-year term if the Iowa Senate uh, confirms me. Say it again, Marcus. Oh, I said the, uh, just reappointed me. You got reappointed already? Yes. So we serve six-year terms. And my apologies, Dan, I'm getting uh, uh, a feedback of my own voice. It makes it very difficult to 
<laughs> oh, well, you know what? Just, just ha- hang on. Sure. Let me see what's going on. You know, when every time you move and get into a new new situation, you, you got you always want to make sure the technical stuff's going on. Because, so I don't know if Andrew's uh, mic's on, but hang on for a second. Hey, and while while and while you're hanging on, Marcus, I'm gonna quit talking. You tell everybody about how long your position is. Sure. So the Natural Resources Commission is made up of seven individuals. Uh, they're appointed by the governor and approved by the Iowa Senate. The uh, the terms are for six years. Uh, so I was appointed six years ago uh, by my father. Um, had to do a lot of uh, personal lobbying for that one. Um, but I, as you know, and uh, I wanted to tell your listeners, I have a true passion for the outdoors. Um, I've been hunting and fishing uh, all over Iowa since I was 11. I moved up to my family's farm um, when I was in middle school and high school, and that really got my, you know, rooted my passion uh, in learning the, uh, you know, respect for the land. I took hunter safety with my cousins, and I remember shooting my first pheasant on the way to the governor's pheasant hunt when I was uh, 11 years old. So I was very excited about serving again. It's my idea of public service. Yeah. Well, you do a good job with that. I mean, uh, I think you've been doing a lot of different things. I mean, you got a full-time job doing what you're doing anyway, but I know that, you know, you really care about the resources, so you can tell that uh, it's an important position for you. Sure. I mean, it's, it's ultimately it's a commitment of a one day a month. Um, but I find that it takes up quite a bit more time than, than that. Um, we oversee the conservation and recreation side of the department, uh, which includes, you know, the hunting and fishing regulations, boating, the law enforcement, forestry, um, state parks, engineering, uh, those types of things. So any any issue, um, any rule that needs to be made uh, by the department goes through um, the commission for approval. Any land acquisition project, any any budget item, um, anything like that. So basically, this seven member commission is uh, kind of provides oversight to the conservation and rec- recreation side of the Department of Natural Resources. Uh, uh, the Environmental Protection Commission. Uh, oversees the Environmental Services Division. Yeah. Well, it, it's a lot to do. Now, what do you think about uh, this uh, house thing that uh, got through the other night? So, and, you know, we, you and I were chatting on the phone uh, yesterday about this, and I had a chance to, to read the bill. So what, what has happened, and, you know, for your listeners that want to always encourage everybody to, to be involved um, politically. Now, that's scary to some people, um, but, you know, you're, you elect your representatives and your senators, you know, to go to Des Moines, and, and you know, you, as a, as a citizen, you know, need to make your, um, you, know, you need to make your ideas, your feelings, uh, your thoughts heard uh, to those individuals. Now, the, uh, the bill that, that you're discussing passed the Iowa House, so it passed the full House, so that means it got through 
It had a subcommittee meeting. It had a, a full committee meeting with the, uh, the Natural Resources Committee, and then it passed uh, the full Senate. Now, I, I believe the vote was um, like 54 to 40 or something like that. So a fairly narrow, uh, a narrow victory in, in the House, but it still has to go through that same process over in the Senate. Um, so there is time for uh, individuals to reach out to their elected officials and let them know how they feel about the bill, um, you know, whether they uh, you know, are supportive or, or not. And, uh, you know, personally, we won't see it on the, on the commission until it passes. It's now passed the House. It still has to go to the subcommittee, committee, and full Senate, and then has to go to the governor's office uh, mm-hmm. for a signature. Um, so it does still have some 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 hurdles, and there's plenty of time for people to reach out to their elected officials, to the governor, um, before it would come to the Department of Natural Resources, before it would come to the commission um, for a rule, because that is the intent of the bill, is to direct the Natural Resources Commission uh, to promulgate or to make rule um, on the language of the bill. Well, you know, you and I were talking, uh, like you said yesterday, and I, I like I said, I, I'm all pro anybody out there using a firearm, uh, a, a vertical bow, uh, a crossbow if they're handicapped. I mean, I'm, I want people to get out there and take advantage of the outdoors. I mean, I, I'm all I'm all for that. The only concern I have with this, it's it's not that I'm trying to not let somebody use a rifle. I, I'm just worried about it as a safety issue myself. That's my concern. And that has traditionally been why we do not have, you know, uh, centerfire, you know, rifles, traditional, you know, bottleneck cartridges, uh, fast-traveling projectiles, why we have not had them in Iowa, because we do not have the terrain. Our population is very spread out, um, and, you know, we've only used um, those those traditional centerfire bottleneck cartridges, you know, rifles for special hunts. In, in special parts of the state. Mm-hmm. And generally, the bottom two tiers, we had a, uh, a January antlerless hunt, if some of you remember, um, a few years ago, when we really, our population spiked, and we were looking to, we really used that as a population control measure. Um, so, you know, traditionally, it has not been uh, allowed to, you know, during the, the regular gun seasons, um, this bill would set aside a, a special season for um, for pistols, uh, specifically aside from the other gun seasons. Is another thing this bill would do. Um, but you know, as many of your listeners know, we do a great job of managing our deer herd. We have a um, uh, you know we grow big deer here in Iowa, and I think a lot of the people out there are concerned. That you know, adding uh, a cartridge capability that you know has the ability of traveling much further than a uh, than the straight wall um, will be troublesome and and you know maybe be a detriment to growing those big deer. Yeah. You know, I, you know, Marcus, like I said, it it just uh, with some of the velocities of some of those rounds, 
those things can go a mile, mile and a half, two miles. And, you know, I, I, like I said earlier, if you're going to, if that's going to get approved statewide, I mean, the next thing you know, there, there's going to, situations going to be happening. And the next thing you're going to have people wanting to take your, you know, party hunting and deer drives away, because I just don't think those are two good mixes. No, I, well, I would agree with you there, Dan. And, you know, party hunting is a tradition in Iowa. It's really, it's not a, uh, party hunting and deer drives is not a, uh, a really a popular way of deer hunting in other states, but it's been a tradition in Iowa and it's our number one um, population control measure. Mm-hmm. So more hunters come out in the first and second seasons, uh, gun seasons, uh, than any other combined. So, you know, I, I'm more of a, I guess, you know, personally speaking, with my own, um, you know, my own feelings on this, that, you know, we just got straight wall cartridges, you know, two years ago. We just had our second season. People are very excited about it. They've, you know, been able to use that lever action rifle, or they've been able to build a, uh, you know, a 450 Bushmaster uh, in an AR platform so they can go out and use these rifles in hunting application, which is, let me tell you, I had to wait for this bill to, or that straight wall cartridge rule to pass before my wife would let me buy an AR because her rule is I can't buy anything that's not for hunting. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, every, you know, there's, everybody has their favorite we- weapon of choice or, uh, or method of, you know, anything away from anybody it's just i want to make sure that we're all out there just recreating and staying safe you know what i'm saying you know we you know i guess again personally you know again as a commissioner i'm i'm not a lobbyist i don't um you know i don't reach out and talk to lawmakers about this i have to stay kind of neutral until the uh until the you know the rule comes before the commission there's a lot of things and changes that can be made between you know, the passage of a, of a, of a law and the promulgation of the mm-hmm. Um, so I, would like to keep an open mind and some of this thing, some of this stuff, but, you know, personally, I think that we still have some, um, some growing to do and learning to do about, uh, you know, just the, the effect that straight wall cartridges and the new, um, you know, the new methods of take that have been approved over these last few years. I think it's important to, you know, let those things work out, let hunters, become, you know, more, uh, more comfortable with those new rifles, with those new weapons, um, you know, because we have had some accidents been with straight wall cartridge uh, rifles. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to, you know, take a step back and look at how, at the pace of which we're, uh, you know, having new methods of take introduced in the state. Well, I, you know, like I said, I mean, everybody's looking for, you know, their favorite way of doing things. And I, you know, I think we should accommodate as many people as we can. And is, you know, but to me, Marcus, the thing you learn in hunter safety is you, hunt, you plan your hunt and hunt your plan. And, you know, safety is always a, you always want to have a safety check, right? And I it just, if you got something traveling a mile, mile and a half, up to two miles, depending on the round, you know, a lot of times that that, you can't see where that round's going. That to me, I, I worry about that. That's, that's my yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Ultimately, it is a safety issue. And there's a lot of people that go out and enjoy our hunting seasons. Yep. And I want to continue to see that. I want, you know, I want to, I'm, I'm an advocate to make sure that people get a chance to get out there. And I, I don't want to do anything that's going to lessen the ranks. I want the ranks to grow, you know. Yeah, but I mean, the adverse is true. I mean, I think the, the, one of the points 
or the, at least the advocates of this bill are saying, you know, that this would bring more people into the sport. But, uh, you know, you, you must think about the adverse as well, that this might draw people away that are, uh, you know, think that it's a safety issue. Yeah, I, well, when I put it on Facebook last night, there was a lot of people really not happy about it. So, I, you know, I think the... You're going to get differing opinions, and uh, but from the majority of the responses I've seen, it, you know, it was in the negative. So I, I just I think the most important, if you you know, if your listeners you know feel one way or the other about this bill, and reach out to um, you know your state legislators, your state senator, your you know, it can be their contact information can be easily found on the Iowa. I always just uh, I'm on the legislative website all the time. I just Google Iowa legis. Uh, L-E-G-I-S, or Iowa Legislature, and it will be the first thing to pop up, and you can easily click on the Legislators tab and find, um, you know, you can, there's a little uh, a link there that says find your legislator. You type in your address, it'll tell you exactly who they are. Most of them have their home numbers um, on listed there. They have their capital number. Email is always a good way, um, but, you know, Please reach out, make your feelings heard, and that's the same thing goes for the uh, for the commission. You know, every one of our meetings is public, and it's published. You can easily find it on the on the DNR website. And if you feel strongly about a rule or uh, a regulation out there, come and talk to us at our meeting. Uh, you know, sending us emails is, is is it works, but we really like to have public participation. And I tell you, it's only really a couple meetings a year that we actually see somebody from the public. Uh, attend one of our meetings to talk to us. Right. So I would encourage everybody out there to always be civically involved. Um, you know, reach out to your legislators, reach out to your commission uh, members, and, and let them know how you feel about uh, about different pieces of legislation and rules. All right, buddy. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking time on your Saturday to call in and letting us know what's going on. And thanks for all the good work and keep it up. And Look forward to having you on again uh, when we get some of the new rules and regs that are uh, possibly going through. Sure, a lot of hunt, a lot of hunting season uh, stuff will be will be coming up here in the early summer and uh, June and uh, May and June. So yeah, turkey. Looking forward to talking to you more, and I uh, really appreciate uh, you having me on this morning. Oh, it's my pleasure, Marcus. Turkey season's early this year, man. Oh, gobble gobble! Unfortunately, I had to book a flight to Chicago on on opening day of first season, so I can't do my annual uh, turkey camp with a bunch of my uh, friends and family down in southern Iowa. I'm just devastated, but, you know, work calls, you know. Yeah. Well, if you, if you, if it makes you feel any better, I honestly believe that uh, second and third season is going to be better than first. Well, that's what I will be running. <laughs> well, there you go. Because I think, I mean, everything's behind, man. I, I just, uh, I, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what first season's like. It, uh, I think them birds are going to be bunched up pretty good still. So we'll see I'm what. Sure the first gobble's behind my house, and that's that's very late. It's no. about three weeks late for me. I know it's it's crazy. So, hey, Marcus, you take care of that family, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Dan. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. There he goes, Marcus Branstad. Hey, we're listening to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 SPM. We'll be right back. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan on 1350 ESPN. I think we got everything figured out. 
I'm telling you, man, every board you go, every studio you go to, there's always little different nuances and things. And what are we only, we're only what, three weeks in, four weeks in? Yeah. Yeah, three weeks. So I was going to say I'm that electrifying. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. It's, yeah, you're, you know, no more static stuff for you. (laughs) So I don't know what's going on. Anyway, A24, really appreciate having Marcus Branstead on and, uh, I just got a really nice text from, uh, who did I uh, hang on real quick, uh, Charles Byram. I hope I'm saying that right, Charles. Wanted to know how to stream the show. He lives out in by Atlantic, and uh, I just sent that to you and uh, to him. I did. I did. I just, yeah, I'm trying to read my text and talk at the same time. <laughs> so the, I'm excited, man. Get that stream going up, and we'll be all over the place. So I got people in Georgia wanting to listen in New York City. New York City? Remember that? The salsa commercial? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. Where's that your... salsa made? New York City. New York City. Huh? They got their they got their salsa from New York City? Yeah. That's not salsa. Yeah, man. It's, I haven't seen that commercial in a long time. I'm way, reaching way back for that one. So, but I talked to a guy named D-Rock. He lives out on the East Coast. And he goes, I love your show. Can we listen? I said, well, you will be able to in a week or two. So, there you go. Or you can always listen to the podcast. Just go to uh, uh, the uh, 1350 ESPN website. The podcasts are up. So, if you missed the show until the stream's up, you can just uh, listen uh, just like a couple days later. You know. So, there you go. All right. Let's see. That was nice of Marcus to take the time to come on. I, I really appreciate every He does a lot on that Conservation Commission. So do all the commissioners and appreciate them doing that. They don't get paid to do that. It's a volunteer position, and I think that's awful nice that they do, uh, volunteer their time to do that each and every day. So turkeys are gobbling. I think, I I, I mean, I, you got to go for a season, right? I mean, you got to go open a day if you can. I just don't know. I I don't. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I, I just uh, I think everything's going to be a couple weeks behind because I just think everything was so late and we'll see. I, this, we got we got a winter like this a couple years ago, and I know first season man. I I could when I called them in, they were there were several times together. They were still grouped up. So it's going to be interesting to see if it's going to be any different this year or not. But boy, I tell you what, there's not going to be a lot of foliage on the ground or the trees. I can tell you that right now. It's going to be pretty open. You're going to have to keep your movements down to a minimum, especially if you're running and gunning. <sighs> we'll see what's going on. Yeah, I talked to my buddy Jeremy, and he asked me to take a young – I think it's a young young guy. Uh, it could be a girl. I think it's a guy, though. I think he said a young man out uh, calling in a bird for him. And I, I, You know what? I like calling for other people. I don't have to worry about the shot. I can just sit there and call. You know? Here, turkey. Here, turkey, turkey, turkey. Making it easy. Yeah, well, it's not ever easy. I, it's some, it's sometimes, it, you know, sometimes it works really good, but sometimes it, there's sometimes you're two or three hours out there, and it's like they're so hinned up, and I gotta, I'm afraid that's what's going to happen first season. They're going to be hinned up really bad. But uh, I could be totally wrong. I could be. But, man, it's up there. You call, and then they, as soon as they hit the ground, they shut up. And then it's like, okay, and then about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you'll hear that, you know, and then it's like, okay, they're done with the hens they roosted with and start, start yelping at them and, you know, hopefully things work out. 10 to 2, man, I'm telling you, that's magic time for me. Yeah, I've taken, of the 81 turkeys I've taken with my bow over the years on the TV show, um, I'd say 80%, 75, 80% of them were taken between 10 and 2. It's just they they get done with those hens and they're out looking for new girlfriends and and the shame of that is 
a lot of folks, the 738, 830, they, they, they head to the truck. They miss some of the best hunting. If, you, if you're taking young folks out, I'll give you a real quick tip. If you're taking young folks out and uh, they, they can't stay more than an hour or two, go out later. Go out about 9, 930. And then hunt because you're going to be getting into some of the better, you know, I know everybody wants to hear those first, you know, first couple tree calls and hear those gobblers before the sun's coming up and stuff. And I know that's magic time. I know people really enjoy seeing that and are hearing it, but, uh, some of the best hunting is between 10 and two. It really is. So, you know, sleep in a little bit, you know? Get out there and you hear that everybody. You don't have to get up that early. Oh, uh, I tell you what, after about week three, I don't mind doing a late day hunt or because I'm ready. You know, oh, I bet not. It grinds on you after a while. Yeah, and I bet you don't have to take as much clothing out there. There's not as much out there with you. Well, that's another thing too. First season's going to be. It could be cold. You yeah. know, it's you know I I don't know how many times I've been out in Kansas or you know here and it snowed on me and I mean you got to layer up and. And then by one o'clock, it's 60, 65, 70 degrees. You're pulling clothes off left and right. So, you know, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Hey, I don't, I don't mind if it's 60, 55, 50, 60, 65, 70. Those are comfortable. I, when it's 90 degrees out there and then, you know, turkeys, they're in the shade, man. They're, you know, they're, they're not, they're not, they're not silly. <laughs> oh, those silly! I don't turkeys. know what that. I don't know what that hen's problem is. It's ninety <laughs> degrees out here, man. I ain't going out there. I'm gonna stay in the shade. <laughs> so they're smart turkeys. They're smart turkeys. Yeah. Is there such thing as a smart turkey? I I would. They're just so wary. <laughs> there you go. Wary turkeys. We should make a T-shirt out of that. No, it's, got enough T-shirts. <laughs> Uh, Outdoors Traditions TV. We are on the Hunt Channel Monday nights at 9.30 Central Standard Time. And Carbon TV will be back on July 5th with new shows. Same thing for the Hunt Channel. Uh, you can check us out on your phone, tablet, or your smart TV or your computer. Uh, we'll also be airing on GameHide.com starting in July. We'll release a new episode every week. And uh, I know the Hunt Channel is doing some really good stuff for us, so we really appreciate Merrill and everybody there uh, pushing that for us. So huntchannel.com, and uh, you can find us on Carbon TV as well. But that Monday night uh, live stream is uh, pretty exciting. We've got a lot of a lot of folks watching that. And um, I, I tell you what, this is just an exciting time of year. you got baseball season starting. you got turkeys. you got crappie fishing coming up real quick. A lot of folks are going to be out there chasing bass, you know, largemouth and Listening to the game while they do it. Listen to the game while you are the are the show while they're doing it. Yeah, you know yeah. a a great day would be on a Saturday. You wake up, go fishing, listen to outdoors, Dan. Yeah, while you're sitting there, you know. You know, you should come out with your own line of sound effects. Yeah, no, I can. I, can, I <laughs> don't think I'd be very good at that. You, I think, I think that'd sell pretty well. I don't know how we'd sell that, but, you know. Yeah. Hey, do you want to imitate a person fishing? You can For 99 cents, you can get the Outdoors Dan spin cast imitation. That's right. Here, Here's a sample for you. Yeah, 99 cents. It could be yours right now. Yeah, I, don't, I think we'd starve. And then you could get to Outdoors Dan's greatest hits. <laughs> yeah. yeah greatest. You could bring out Yoda and everything. Yeah, greatest mess-ups. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. 831 and some change here on 1350 ASBN. Let's take a real quick break. This break is brought to you by the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelers, where they have 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. 
You know, Mother's Day is not that far away. Why not get mom something nice at Herman's Fine Jewelers? Donnie and Frank will take great care of you. They're over there at 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines. Helping folks in Iowa for 36 of the, going on 37 years. And there's a reason for that. They're just so nice. Uh, they can do in-stock jewelry repair. You're not in-stock jewelry repair. If you got something that needs fixing, they can do it in-store. I should say in-store jewelry, not in-stock, in-store. Uh, and, hey, if you got stuff laying around, you need a new uh, turkey blind or some decoys or some camo, and you got uh, some jewelry laying around that uh, you know you just don't use or wear anymore, well, take it over to Herman's, and chances are you're going to get more for your treasure at Herman's than you will with somebody that's just been in the community for just a few years or a couple of days. You never know. Go over there and at least let them look at it, because I tell you what, they do. Uh, I know I took some stuff over there that I haven't worn in a long time, and they took good care of me, and I was able to go get some new stuff for my outdoor pursuits. They'll do the same for you at Herman's Fine Jewelers. Please tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN Des Moines. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday. Boy, I tell you what, downtown's busy. I, I know a lot of folks are uh, excited about having uh, the NCAA here. And I think, what they say? It was going to bring like four to five, six million dollars to uh, Des Moines? Oh, uh, nearly 10 million. Oh, nearly 10. Wow. Yeah, well, and that's some estimates I, I showed. I heard nearly 10 million. And a lot of it is, is due to the extra, the additional. Uh, hotels that uh, that Des Moines has put up there again. Last time that that the NCAA tournament was here in Des Moines, we had about two to three hotels that hotel chains that were not built up yet. They were not here yet, and we had restaurants that were not up yet. So basically, the infrastructure uh, doubled, and there was there, it's it's a lot easier to host things now. It, it was it was good before. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but now you have coaches saying, "Man, what a great job Des Moines has done! What a great job the city has done to host." Well, I know a lot of folks are happy about it, so that's a that's a good thing. I, the only the only thing that could make it better if there was a lot of pop pop popcorn stands or kiosks everywhere. Oh. Arley couldn't keep up. Yeah, you know? I mean, I. I bet half of their sales would come for me. Yeah, they probably would. <laughs> I know Smoking Joe Smelter loves a lot of pop. He's not here this week, but he wanted me to tell you that they got a ton of stuff on sale at Carl Chevrolet. They it's uh, it's Truck Month, so they got special deals and incentives going on. And he uh, he uh, he said those 18s and 19s still got some 18s left. So if you're in the mood for a new truck or just something newer for you. He'll be back in a couple days. Go uh, check out Smoking Joe Smelter. He's in the sales office. You can't miss him. Just look for the valet and the butler. And he, you know, he's got his own service staff. He makes so much money. You know, it's just look for the palm tree. He's even got a palm tree in his office. Well, he has to. You know, well, it's Smoking Joe. He's I just mean, riding high these I, days. I, I don't know where he's at on his Learjet. I don't. I can't keep up with the guy. Travels more than I've seen. It's like it's like having uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous in the car dealership. You know they should do. Uh, they should do like you know those MTV shows where they go and and take a look at your house and like oh look at all my. Oh, but they should do to his office. You know, yeah. crib my office. You yeah, know? yeah. I it, I, it just it's, amaz- it's, it's just a amaz- Yeah, it is. I mean the guys the guys a successful salesperson and. He gives smoking, uh, smoking Joe kind of deals, so everybody's happy. Yeah, Carl although, Chevrolet, go check him out. Although he's not here to kind of <laughs> to get you to almost come close to buying something. I've bought enough trucks. I I, I am down. 
I'm down just a little. Yeah, there you go. Pops you down just a Well, you can put it back up a little bit. But So anyway, I tell you what. Uh, what time is it? So Joe's, we'll have Joe on next week. So it's 8.40 and some change. Tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to try and do trivia a little early. So don't call yet, but let's let's get this last break over with. And uh, and then we'll try to come back and uh, do a little outdoors thing and trivia. Uh, it's uh, going to be uh, either turkey hunting today or crappie fishing. Those are your two categories. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. No music? You didn't have, I thought you were going to have some music. I was going to have it in just a... Uh-huh, uh-huh, you lost the button, didn't you? Technology. Uh-huh, you lost the button. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. If you haven't won anything... (laughs) What is that? If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, you can give us a call, 244-1350-244-1350. And uh, uh, Andrew, what's uh, what's up for this week? What do they have a chance to win? So glad you could ask that, Dan, because when you listen in and you play the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge, the first caller to call into 244-1350 and can correctly answer the Outdoors Dan Trivia question can either win a Kershaw filet knife valued at $20. That's a good deal. Really good deal. A WorkSharp sharpener valued at $25. Yeah. And a Lynch Mob turkey call valued at $25. See, and that should be like priceless there, actually. Exactly. All right, well, there's the prizes for this week, so... Give us a holler, and uh, Andrew's uh, phones are already lighting up. Andrew's going to get that uh, going, and we'll see what uh, we'll see what's happening. So, you know, I I had a I just got a couple text messages, and again, I'm going to say this one more time. Yeah, you, know, you know, with having Marcus on the with Marcus is on the uh, Natural Resources Conservation Commission. Um, again, nobody's trying to be anti-gun. I I I support rifle hunting, gun hunting, all that. Uh, all, all throughout. I just want to say, if we're going to do that, then we just need to be safe. So I just had somebody, you're an anti-gun hunter. I said, no, I'm really not. I, you know, I thought when the straight wall season went through, I thought that was a pretty neat deal to get more people involved. And, uh, I just, uh, I just thought it was, um, uh, you know, the handgun stuff. I thought that was awesome. Muzzle loading shotgun. I just want everybody to be safe. So that's, that's all I'm saying. So. Anyway, let's go say hi to Steve. Steve, uh, good morning. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. What are you up to today? Um, pick up and clean up and pick up the yard. Yeah? Did, are you going out shed hunting, turkey hunting, anything like turkey scouting? Don't go hunting yet because it's not season. I was thinking fishing. Yeah. Are you going ice fishing or open water fishing? Open water. Yeah, there you go. Well, you want to try? You want to try and get one of these uh, prizes for today? Yes, please. All right, buddy. Uh, you can go for a lynch mob turkey call. You can go for a Kershaw fillet knife or a work sharp sharpener. Which one you want to try for? Uh, fillet knife. Well, I don't blame you if you're going fishing. All right. How do you usually tell if it's a crappie is a black crappie female or a black crappie male? Oh, that's the easiest way to tell. Um, I'm not for sure. I'm not either. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what would be what is what is usually normally true of uh, of fish when it comes to males or females? What's one determination you can usually tell if it's a if it's a male or a female? 
Uh, there's eggs in the females. <laughs> well, that's true. That's one way. I, I'm going to give it to you right there. But, you know, usually you can tell by size, too. You know, males are going to be usually a little bit smaller than a male, right? Or females are usually bigger than the male. So, mm-hmm. yep. So, I, I, it's one of the things I look for, especially like for walleye. You get those big 27, 28, 30 inch walleyes, those are usually females. Mm-hmm. Yep, because yep. I got eggs in there. Yeah. All right, buddy. You got your well, thank you. You got a fillet knife, so congratulations. Thanks. All right. All right. Two four four thirteen. You hang on for me. Uh, Andrew's got to get some information from you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. And Andrew's got some. Uh, he's uh, trying to see what we got going on here. So hang on. Hey, uh, real quickly, uh, I had some folks ask me about uh, the TV show. Uh, just we just talked about that. But if you go to the Hunt Channel. dot com, the Hunt Channel. dot com. That's the number. Uh, that's where you can find us on Mondays at 9:30, and then Carbon TV. It's it's going to be archived until July, so you'll be able to catch up on all the the seasons and stuff like that if you want. Um, and then uh, GameHide.com will start airing uh, the stuff in July as well. So you'll have three great ways to watch the show once we air, and uh, we'll just go from there. Are we having we having phone issues? No. We're okay. We're okay. All right. Two four four thirteen fifty. Two four four thirteen fifty. If you want to call in, and just make sure you haven't won anything in the last uh, thirty days, and uh, we will get you on the on the show or <laughs> on the trivia as soon as we can. So two four four thirteen fifty are the numbers to. Call. I got to write that down myself because I did not have that in the uh, in the show log today. I, and shame on me for doing that. So next week, uh, we are going to be talking, uh, I believe, I think we're going to be talking a little grill in action. I think Scotty Lisa from the Sporting Chef is on. So if you like outdoor cooking for your wild game and fish and stuff like that, you are going to uh, enjoy next week. Let's go see what Kent is up to. I believe Kent is on. Kent, are you there? I am here. How are you today? Wonderful. And yourself, Dan? I'm doing good. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, do you want to go for a lynch mob turkey call or a work sharp sharpener? Uh, turkey call. I'm going to give you a turkey question. Okay. All right. You ready? I am ready. You want to, You want this hard, uh, hard or easy question? Oh, I need it. Right down the center of the plate, underhanded. <laughs> <laughs> what subspecies of turkeys do we have here in Iowa? Oh, gosh. Um... Uh, Mary Eastern? What what was that? <laughs> Mary Eastern? Are you making a new species of turkey up on the air? Is that what yeah, you're doing? Something like that, yeah. Uh, you better you better pick one or the other out of that. Okay. Uh Eastern. Eastern. Ding, ding, ding. So you got, okay. you got a turkey call, Kent. Oh, well, thank you so much, Dan. You're welcome. Yeah. Merriam's are a little farther west, buddy. That's right. That's yep. a, that's yep. a, that's okay. All right. You know, you put me, you put me on the spot. Well, that that's, is... that's trivia. That's trivia. That's trivia, you know. <laughs> All right. You hang on, okay? All right. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. Hang on for me. All right. 244-1350, and uh, we'll get you lined up there. Just like I said, make sure the only thing – here's the thing. Just want to make sure that we have everybody uh, one winner per every 30 days, and then uh, we'll let you cycle back through. So that's that's the only rule we have on that. So, And just, uh, just make sure you're 18 years of age or older too, please. And you can come and pick up the prizes because we can't mail them. Yeah, those are the rules. That's the easy rules. So there you go. 
All right, 8.51, and hey, one of the things uh, we're going to be doing here in the next week or so, too, um, we're going to be talking with, i I got a turkey biologist coming on. Hopefully we can get a little more information about how first season is going to go. I I got a lot of folks asking me, what seasons should they buy? And, you know, it's like, man, I'm guessing, and that's all I can say, I'm guessing, because I think everything is just, uh, is going to be back about two or three weeks. I really do. I... It's just we had such a hard winter, and I'm worried they're going to be uh, – st- they should be starting to split up here soon. But, man, I don't know. Whenever we've had a hard winter in the past, they seem to be bunched up still. So Now, if you got if you're, if you got two tags or if you got two guys hunting or two gals, a guy and a gal, whatever, whatever your hunting party consists of, I guess if you call six or seven gobblers in, that's a good thing. You get tagged out early, you know, get a double. Nothing wrong with that. So we get Laceth on. He's going to, I know one of the things Scott wants to talk about is using the whole bird. Just don't use the breast. And he breaks that turkey carcass down. He uses it for stock. He uses it, uh, he takes the legs and the wings. Uh, he puts them in the crock pot, breaks them down, gets the tendons and everything out of there. And he he really does a great job. And he, he's gonna, I think one of the things he wanted to talk about was turkey chops. Not exactly sure what that means. Now, I know what turkey tenderloins are. I know what the tenderloins on a turkey is. But I've never heard of turkey chops. Have you? Have you heard of turkey chops? I haven't heard of turkey chops. So uh, we'll see if uh, we get Scotty on to talk to us about turkey chops. He's a chef. I don't know what I'm doing. So... 853. So we got a work sharp sharpener, uh, 244-1350, 244-1350 if you want to call in. And I'm either going to ask you a turkey question or a crappie question. I'll even give you the I'll even give you the question now. What is a soft, soft plastic crappie lure that has a spinner on it? There's a couple that come to mind. If you can call in and tell me one of them, I'll give you that work sharp sharpener. And I'll give you a hint. One of the names is a Mister. I'm not going to tell you the second part of it. That should pretty much give it away right there. Mister. You're such a nice guy, Dan. Well, I'm just trying to make it easy. You know, you know some people don't like calling in because they get intimidated. So, you know. and Intimidated by who you? They get nervous or they don't want to ask. I'm not, why would you be intimidated by me? I'm just an idiot talking on the air for two hours. But it's just, <laughs> you know, it's just, it. Uh, you know, some people. I love, you know, I love trivia and stuff. I mean, it, I'll never forget the first time I called in a radio station and I the the question they don't know I, I don't remember what what the prize was but I called in it was a Camel X down in St Louis and I love their trivia show and the question I got was what is the Indian name of Thunder River and it's like Indian name of Thunder River where and the next I don't know why or what happened but it popped in my head I said Niagara Falls and I won it was Niagara Falls and it was totally luck trust me. Let's go see what Dan is up to this morning. Dan, good morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. You want to give me a, you got a crappie answer for me on that lure? Yeah, I think the answer you're looking for is uh, Mr. Twister. Uh, Mr. Twister. That's exactly right. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, you got yourself a work sharp sharpener, Dan. That was good. Hey, uh, you, I've been wanting one of those. Well, you got it. Uh, that was easy, wasn't it? Yes, it was. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. You hang on. Andrew's going to call you back here and get some information from you, okay? All right. Sounds good. Thanks for tuning in, Dan. I appreciate it. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. All right. So uh, we got through. You know, that was pretty easy. It only took us a few minutes. So, uh, uh, Cafe Diem Coffee. We are going to have Outdoors Dan Coffee. I believe Bill said here in the next couple of weeks. He's got to get new labels made up. So that's what we're. Uh, <laughs> Andy, my Andy. Andy, you got to check out their fish sticks. I have no idea what that means. Andy, uh, thanks for listening. That's my buddy, uh, Andy, uh, who used to work over. Now, I, what is the name of that restaurant he works at? I can't remember. It's out there in West Des Moines. Fish sticks. Maybe he's. Maybe they got new fish sticks out there. That'll make my son happy because he loves fish sticks. So, I tell you, that. I wish I could remember the name of the place he works at. <sighs> they got great shakes, but I, I don't have his card on me right now. You know why don't you know why don't they make a digital card thing for your iPhone? Do they have an app for that where you can put the, the business card in your phone? I believe they do. Do they? Somewhere, you know, I, it's it's more of the. Uh... Oh, okay. Never mind. He's being smart. <laughs> nah, okay, it's Central Standard. All right, Andrew. <laughs> thank you. And I'm not going to say what he said. That's not funny. Okay, he's giving me trouble on the air. So there you go. Yeah, they got great shakes out there. My Daniel is a big fan of your shakes, Andy. That is going to wrap it up for us this week. We'll be back uh, next week, God willing, 7 to 9, right here every Saturday on 1350 ESPN. You need to get a hold of me. Just go to OutdoorsDan.com. My email's right there. Until next week, God bless everybody. See ya.